I trust you're enjoying Make Him Wonder and that you're getting a lot of helpful information for the love life you desire and deserve. So if you're not part of the 80-20 Wonder Club, you need to be. The 80-20 Wonder Club is a Make Him Wonder membership that gives you all of season one in a categorized list by age and relationship status, my foundational principles in video, and a multimedia library of my content, including my book, relationship evals, and much more. The best part is that you'll have access to all episodes of season two the moment they're ready. Otherwise, you'll only be getting season two on your listening platform once every eight weeks or so. Don't miss out. Join the 8020 Wonder Club by going to the 8020wonder.club. That's the 8020wonder.club. Be consistently and successfully mindful of the best ways to make your man wonder by becoming a member of the 8020 Wonder Club. It's just 80 cents for the first month. That's the 8020wonder.club. And I'll see you in the clubhouse. Sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and thanks for joining us today on the Make Him Wonder podcast. I'm your host, Coach Paula, a dating and relationship coach licensed social worker and author of the book why won't he commit how a man decides to make you the one each episode i talk with one real live woman with a real life relationship problem or concern in real time meaning it's going on right now my guest today is lisa Lisa was engaged to Andy for a year while the two lived together and attempted to merge their two households as Andy has a child and Lisa has three. Lisa feels she might have made a few mistakes, one of which is that she didn't discuss financial arrangements prior to moving in. Lisa agreed to be a guest on today's show in order to help others who may be in a similar situation. And she also has a few questions. So welcome, Lisa. Thanks, Paula. How are Thanks you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Good. How are you? Good. So I want to hear about this, that you were, uh, I understand you're no longer together. Is that the case? Cor- correct. Right. Right. Okay. And I debate about that. So hence why other questions are at the end of that. Oh, cool. All right. Very good. I like this. Mm -hmm. I like this topic. And you can, you (laughs) lived together for a year or how long was it all together? Right. So we actually met on eHarmony and we, he proposed pretty quickly, um, I'd say six months into the relationship. And I then um, needed to move for some reasons within a school district that I was having difficulty for one of my children Mm -hmm. um, and it necessitated a move um, to a better school district. Um, I initiated that move 
and was looking for a bigger house um, for all of us. Um, now, I purchased a, a new house um, in my name only, and there was always talk of, you know, we'll split the bills, et cetera, et cetera. But what we hadn't done was look at current finances and how much money each of us had going out. Um, he only had one child. I had a couple. Um, his child had a lot of issues, um, you know, psychologically, emotionally, um, and otherwise. And I think being an only child was one thing. Um, when you merge an only child with multiple children, I think that can create some issues as well. Um, and once we moved in together, it was kind of like the Wild West. I don't know mm -hmm. how else to say it. Um, it was hard. It was very hard. Um, so let me ask you a few questions just before we go. Sure. On. I think it gives us some um, parameters. First off, um, how old are you and how old was Andy at the time? So at the time, um, let's see, 43 and 44. Okay, and um, so your your children, you know, you were both divorced going into Correct. this. Yeah. How yeah. long were you divorced prior to this relationship, and yeah. how long was he divorced? Um, so I was divorced nine, ten years, and he was divorced probably about the same. Ah, we okay. Both had quite a distance. Yep. Okay, that's that's a good thing. As if you've listened to me, you know that I believe that's right. a really good thing. How old? Healthy were the, time. Right. right. How old were the children? So the children were um, my girls at the time were fourteen, fifteen. My youngest was let's see, eight, nine, and his son was twelve. Mm, tough okay. years. Very tough years. Okay, so um, so this now, this in hindsight, you are thinking that not um, making the financial arrangements prior to moving in was a, a big part of the situation. What about the six-month time frame, accepting his engagement, any of that? I don't know any of those particulars. I assume you mm -hmm. said yes. Yeah, I did, to correct. Engaged. Yep. Uh -huh. yep. Okay, so tell us kind of how it all kind of played out. So I, um, I did think the engagement was fast, although he was very, um, so I followed the rules. I'll be very, very upfront. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, it's interesting. Your last podcast I listened to when you had said, um, you know, to just date someone every, um, every weekend on Saturdays, um, it's kind of asking for trouble. I think that's true. Um, <laughs> I don't think it gives you a really good insight into getting to know someone. Um, mm -hmm. And I fully agree. So he was so very... So that's what happened he, when you guys, you were dating uh, No, I wouldn't say that. No, but I would say he lived quite a ways away from me. So we met through eHarmony, um, dating like every night of the week or, you know, every, um, every other night or anything like that was difficult. So we both had children. We both mm. had full full-time full custody of both our children. Um, so getting together on a whim just wasn't in the cards for either one of us. Mm -hmm. um, if we arranged dinner after work because he worked by where I lived, um, which I think is why he searched in, in my area, um, mm -hmm. I think that happened once. Um, 
And I think I had a sitter that night. Um, and then it was on weekends because that was the only time we had any flexibility to be able to mm-hmm. meet up. Um, and that was either our kids got to meet each other pretty quickly just because, again, um, based on just logistics as well as um I think he knew very early on how serious he was about me and he just was very set on he knew what he wanted mm. and he he it was kind of locked and loaded I guess that that's the only word that I can describe it as mm-hmm. where I was a little more trepidatious I guess is the word okay so um how soon how early on did your kids meet or did he meet your children, I should say? He met my children, I would say, two months into things. Mm-hmm. And you met his child as well? Um, I met his child probably three months into it and not on his turf. In fact, I didn't see... So in other words, typically, you know, he, he would meet your kids at your house and then you'd go to meet his child on his turf at his house. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't want me going to his house, which I thought was a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, his, I met his son because he brought his son to my house as well. And that was by like two and a half months in or so. Mm-hmm. So in in hindsight now, because I, I, I believe and correct me if I'm wrong, that this now is is years past this is not a recent breakup correct correct yes okay so in hindsight when you look back at the actual courtship and leading up to the engagement you Mm -hmm. said you know you mentioned red flags a few times what Mm -hmm. are the what do you look at and say hmm you know that's that was a red flag like for example I didn't see his house or I didn't see where he mm-hmm. lived or that Correct. kind of thing. So what, Correct. what other kinds of things or was he moving it quickly, that kind of thing? Um, I think had I seen his house, um, he he likes to renovate houses. So do I. Um, had I seen how um, chaotic he lived in his home environment, I think that mm-hmm. would have set off mm-hmm. some things for me in my head. Like... Uh, so I like to renovate houses too, but there's a way in which you have to do it when you're living there mm-hmm. that you have to minimize the chaos to be able to work and survive day to day. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. His whole house was a mess. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how two human beings lived there and survived and cooked food there. Um, had I seen that, I think I would have been like, let's slow things down a little bit. Let's uh-huh. get some order in the chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, seeing how a man lives... Yes. is uh is you know is quite important for sure correct also yes. did he have custody of his child Full. yes Full. Full. and custody. why was that yes. um long very long story um i don't even think it was his child biologically um something that he got very upset talking about he mm-hmm. um ended up suing um the ex-wife for custody um a lot of um she became she got declared an unfit mother um long story oh, wow. short yeah wow. which is very hard to do in a multi-state and then she ended up taking the son and running away with him and kidnapping him so to speak um long you know sordid yeah. story if you will but yeah yeah mm-hmm. so so was that also like a red flag like mm, you know when somebody has a messy past 
if you, you know need to believe that the their current life is messy and their future life is going to be messy <laughs> it can um i you know i actually good people go through bad things and sure, i you know i've been through that right so i try not to judge that um mm-hmm. it's happened to me i've seen friends go through it mm-hmm. and i've never seen a div- and sometimes you know i know people who can go through a divorce and that they're friends i think it's a rarity though so i try not to judge a divorce because i get it it happens um mm-hmm. the the divorce that piece didn't bother me for some reason i don't okay. know why yeah, I think here's the the thing is that I agree that you, it's kind of like you can't really judge it. However, for a woman in an equation going into something with a new man, mm-hmm. I believe that it is time related. Well, it, so if you've read my books at all, or my book, excuse me, I'm working on another one. So that's why I said books. <laughs> if you read my book, you know that I say that it's it's not a factor ever. Time is not a factor ever in a man committing. Because a man will mm-hmm. be very all in from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I use okay. the ocean and the lake um, metaphor, meaning women's love is like an ocean. It's as deep mm-hmm. and as vast as that. And it mm-hmm. crosses time and space and, uh, you know, all the um, continuums. Whereas a man's yep. love is very direct. It's very quick. And right. he, it's like a lake. It's You can see right. across it generally. It's not mm-hmm. as deep. And a man doesn't walk up to the shore and dip in his toe and see how it feels. He Correct. runs right. up and cannonballs in. Right, And when he likes a woman, that's what he does. And that's what she's going to feel right off right. the bat. Correct. But we have to be the governors on the engine of any Agreed. romance, right. right? And slow things right. down. And Correct. so we need to take our time to really see if something is what the man is truly saying it is. So while we don't want to judge those when someone says, you know, I think a lot of women's experience with divorced men is Mm -hmm. that divorced men will state, well, my wife was crazy or my wife is a little, you know, you hear that all the time. It just makes (laughs) me roll my eyes here. Doesn't it? Yeah. it just, it's so unnecessary. It really it is. is. Yes. Yes. And, and yeah. what happens is because men are not, um, this is my mechanics of a relationship, men mm-hmm. are not the mechanic of a relationship. They're good with right. real cars, not the car right. of a relationship. And so Correct. they don't understand and they think that a woman's, many times a man will construe a woman's um, needs, feelings, emotions as drama, as being mm-hmm. when she um, she's at the end of her rope, it's now she's right. crazy, you know, Correct. and all these, you know, right. bad uh, terms for uh, just Analogies. that a woman has, right. yeah, has had it, yeah. you know? Right. So, right. Um, yeah. So it's, um, I don't, I, I, always say whenever someone is telling me that oh you know but my my um, boyfriend saying you know his poor him his wife was so crazy and she did this and she did that and she did it's like yeah I yeah can't. exactly right yeah. yeah so um but 
but you know, you you gave him credit. He was sounds like a good man, and that here he's taking on the responsibility of a child that was child, not biologically correct. his. So I could see I why you would think, think so. right? You know, he yeah. was really a a good guy, right? Correct. So. Right. Yeah, but it was uh, maybe just what I'm saying for other uh, people listening to this is that, you know, sure. when you hear that kind of thing, how messy right. it was, like the the woman not getting any visitation and running off right. and like, well, right. then, then what about this man's decision making? In other words, mm. he chose that woman as his first he wife. Did. You're absolutely correct. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So tell us how Absolutely. it kind of, you know, so you guys move in because he proposes right. after six he months. He proposes mm-hmm. and he actually, so let's add a little um, fairy dust to the story. So he like proposed, <laughs> um, he, one, the day he proposed was actually Easter Sunday um, mm-hmm. and he made it a treasure hunt and I did not know this was coming coming at all and I usually can sniff out anything um, Uh a mile away and my kids got in on it his son was there and it was I was so intent on it being a treasure hunt uh, in it being Easter I I had no idea it was coming Mm -hmm. so when he I got to the end and he was down on one knee and I was I looked at him and I was so stunned I Mm -hmm. looked at all the kids mind you the kids had already been were kids and they had already thought they had their bickering moments and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. and I looked at the kids and I said you know are you sure and he looked kind of taken aback and he was laughing and I looked at the kids and I said guys what do you think because I wanted us to be all in Mm -hmm. Um, any reservations the kids had I want I'm very democratic in any of my decisions and my kids knew that and Mm -hmm. I wanted his son to also feel hurt because I think that's important for any sort of remarriage type relationship with other children right and I wanted this to be a group decision as well as my decision and they were all like yeah 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 so I said yes um then I moved to this new house his name was not on on the mortgage it was solely my purchase a big purchase um we move in um it was a little chaotic and um the market started to crash this was back in 08 now mind you my name's on the mortgage we move in the town had done a revaluation and my tax is more than double um Mm -hmm. so instead of my tax bill being let's say it's five hundred dollars they now double to a thousand dollars now you're talking to a single mom with many three kids with two new people living in the house so he and let me just backtrack a little bit because of course really interesting so Mm -hmm. when once you got engaged um he he had a home that was his home that he owned. He or has his own home, correct. Okay. Yep, he has his own home about an hour and a half away in the so same what, state. What was your discussion about moving in? Or did so it the just discussion, happen? no, the discussion was he knew I needed to move for school reasons to get into a better district. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was fully supportive 
Um, he, he only vocalized that it was big enough for all four of the kids together and for him and I, and that it was something we both liked. We both went house hunting together. He knew, um, uh-huh. his name okay. wouldn't be on the mortgage initially, but that we would quick, quick claim deed him on once we got married. Um, got and his house was on the market. Now he was having difficulty selling his house because it was a very old house, like 1800s, uh-huh. um, he was redoing it um tough market though and he interestingly enough his son was telling me he had an offer on the house and he turned it down mm-hmm. okay and how um, soon how soon in was this when he got the offer but turned it down how long have um, you been living together then a couple months okay but come to find out um in a couple so Mind you, we have now um, been broken up probably about 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I just found out this past year that's not true. I think his son was telling me that, and that was a lie. That was a falsehood. So now looking back, um, mm -hmm. because it sounds like you moved in. And we moved you guys together. Were, yep. What was the plan to marry? And I guess my biggest question is, why not marry before you move in? Um, it was just too chaotic. Um, there was no time. Um, it was, I was moving in days before school was starting. It was trying to get four kids registered for school. Um, literally it was, it was days before school started. Um, I didn't have any vacation time left from work. Mm -hmm. Um, nor did he, um, there was just no time. And it just was pure chaos. Um, did you have any date to be married? We had talked about it and I was even trying to arrange time to go dress shopping and he was pushing hard. He's like, you don't want to go dress shopping. You don't want to do this. And here, uh, here was another issue. So first we'll go back to finances. So when we finally moved in, sat down and started talking about finances because, um, at the time, you had your first month where you don't need to make a mortgage payment. Second month, I sat down and go said, we need to talk about finances. Put out two sheets of paper and said, okay, you list your fi- monthly finances and I'll list mine. When I looked at his and I found out what his monthly mortgage payment was, he had two or three credit cards maxed out at over $20,000 each. And I went, holy Hannah, how are you mm-hmm. gonna even pay half my mortgage? And he looked at me and kind of just had this little boy, oops, moment Mm -hmm. face on. Mm -hmm. And I started crying and screaming. And I said, why did you even move in with us? Mm -hmm. And he goes, I love you, Lisa. We'll figure it out. And I Mm -hmm. said, there's nothing to figure out. These are the cold, hard facts. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, we'll just default on all the credit cards. And I said, what? And I was so dumbfounded. Mm -hmm. And I was so freaked out. I just couldn't even see after that. So... And then, of course, and now after this is that, month two. Yes. So, but you guys stayed living together for a year. Tell us about that. For another another eight months, yeah. And so um, how did you resolve that initial? He would try to pay me what he could. He never did. So, if my mortgage payment was, let's say, it was two thousand dollars, I think the most he ever paid was six hundred dollars one month. 
One month mm-hmm. he might give me 200. One month it was 300. Another month it was nothing. Another month it might have been 600. It just, he gave me what he could. And it just got to be so difficult financially because if it came, you know, time to buy groceries. Now I wasn't just buying $150 worth of groceries from me and my three kids. I was right. now spending 250 for myself plus mm-hmm. four kids and him. So what a difficult time this must have been for you, mm, a really difficult extremely. year emotionally, right? Correct, yes. Yeah. Uh, so in hindsight, looking back, because I know you wanted to come on as kind of a cautionary tale for Absolutely. women, and um, I really uh, applaud you for that, because I think that so many people can learn, you know, all of us have such interesting stories you know i love doing this Mm -hmm. podcast because um and working with the women i do because everybody has um isn't it interesting that it's so difficult for like love and relationships to just happen Mm -hmm. and the older we get the more difficult it is because again like you know blending households and children and uh you know it's just i I find, you know, that I'm so, so blessed to do the work that I do. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes I think, but how sad that I do it because it should be. (laughs) You hear these stories, yeah. (laughs) But it should be that it's just, you know, that it's, if only it were like it is in the movies and romance Mm. novels and, Mm. you know, TV shows where it's, there's chemistry flying everywhere and it Mm -hmm. always works out and how the man goes to any ends that he has to, to show his love and commitment. And in the real world, it does not work like that at all. And Mm -hmm. it really um, necessitates uh, us being the mechanics of a relationship and being um, right. very self-protective, for sure. Correct. Um, right. And um, really navigating and directing a man towards what it is that is going to be best for us, our children, right. et cetera, right? right? So um, right. now looking back, what would you have done differently? Mm, I still feel ill just talking about this. I get sick mm. to my stomach. Mm. Um, it's so hard. I think, this, Lisa. No, mm. I know. And, and forgive me, but it's I, I could kick myself because, you know, it's interesting. He made six figures a year. It's, um, mm. um, how, do, how, how do you do this? Um, I, retrospectively, I would have set out a budget. I would have said, what can you realistically contribute? And mm-hmm. I would have had a plan in place. And, you know, honestly, I, I think I would have said, um, you know, and I would have done this before we were house hunting because I wouldn't have taken on mm-hmm. such a big mortgage for, quote unquote, us knowing that he could only kick in two or 300 a month. I would have been comfortable in a smaller house Mm-hmm. with him kicking in less in hindsight that's what I have sh- I should have done and then he you know it's interesting because he says to me well I told you to rent and he never told me to rent he wouldn't mm-hmm. have been okay sitting in a, a thousand square feet with four kids and two adults mm-hmm. um, instead we were sitting in a four thousand square foot house and he was just fine with that um, so, so that's what I would think, have done do you think there was an element of him um and and I'm just asking, you know, because I, I, I mm-hmm. can't surmise that at all, but that there was an element of him knowing that you were doing well and that he thought that perhaps he and his son could be part of that 
and that you would be okay with it? I wrestle with that one, Paula. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. I still wrestle with that. I still wrestle with that. There are things mm-hmm. that he certainly liked, the creature comforts of life, and I certainly do too. But mm-hmm. I work my butt. I work my buns off for him, mm-hmm. and he does too in his own way. Um, and I certainly think he saw us as a power couple in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I wrestle with that one to this day, ten years later. Yeah, and I, I know, know that you had mentioned something about that. Have, what has happened in those years, and what were the questions that you wanted to ask me about? Oh, so interesting. So um, I stayed in that house because it was a flip for me. So I have worked full-time, put myself through school um, to get my degree, um, and you know lived in that house to flip it because it was a foreclosure when I bought it. Um, all that to make extra money on the side, right, and continue my, mm. uh, you know, advancing my my career on the side mm-hmm. um, while raising my kids. And he would call from time to time. And immediately mm-hmm. after um, I asked him to move out, um, I thought we were working on the relationship. And we were going to therapy. Oh, you were still... We were still seeing each other, and um, he doesn't remember that. He had called me, um, you know, a year, two, three years. He would call every couple of years thereafter. And recently, two years ago, I reached out to him, and I reached out, or he reached out to me again last year. And, you know, I don't know, Paula. I wrestle with, is, is, was he the one? Um, there's been things that have been said that you can't unsay. Um, both of us get angry at different times. And I think both of us for the sake of our own, um, whether it's ego or what have you did our best given the struggles we were under as single parents and we were successful in our own right. Um, but blending that is hard. So I don't know. I mean, is it worth it? And at what price is it worth it? Granted, it can never be perfect, but how do you define um, how do you define a good relationship? And is it ever worth going back? Interesting. To an ex? I, I, I love that. So I'm going to give my my take on on that. Please, when we, when we come right back. So take a little break. We'll be right back. Want more information on anything you've heard discussed here today? Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One is available at all major book retailers. Or grab an autographed copy of Coach Paula's groundbreaking bestseller at whywon'thecommit.com. Okay, so Lisa, you wanted to um, ask about, is it worth going back? What makes a relationship the relationship? How do you know, Correct. Right, like correct. When it's wor- is it worth uh, for you? And because this has been correct. many years, we're hearing ten right. years of back and forth to some degree. Correct. Um, and that you know things can certainly change for both parties, but I want to hear more about before I give you my take on that, so to speak. I'd like to hear more about. Um, that the fact that he how it was that he moved out and you continued the relationship mm-hmm. how long did you continue uh you said that you you mentioned couples counseling or couples therapy how long mm-hmm. you did that and what the real ending was that led to the back and forth like every couple of years 
Okay, so the real ending was the financial, and I said, I can't continue this way. You're going to have to go back to your house because I can't afford the groceries. I can't afford, you know, his son would turn the heat up to 80 degrees. We'd go through a a tank of oil for the house in a week, Um, and at the time that was four, five, six hundred dollars. It was crazy stuff like that that would happen, Mm -hmm. Um, and he was crying. He he asked for his ring back, um, and I gave it back to him. Um, He -hmm. was crying. I was crying. He said, I don't want to do this. I said, I don't want to do this. Um, and he, I said, we can work on us. And he was like, okay. Um, he packed up a moving truck and they moved out. Um, and we, so we had been going to therapy and even after he moved out, we were still going to therapy. And the last time he went, he had moved out and we were crying. We really didn't say much when we were in that session and at the end, um, I apologize. I said, I think I asked too much of you. I think blending the two families with the kids and, you know, each one has their own idiosyncratic behaviors. And I think it was too much for the kids and for him and for us, maybe me. Um, and then after he moved out, we we're probably still seeing each other three, four, five months, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then the what precipitated the phone calls thereafter, I don't know. It would be randomly he would email, randomly he would call, he didn't leave a message. Um, and it's weird because I would see the caller ID and I'd be like, oh, this number looks really familiar. Um, and then two years, another year or two later, he'd send an email and I'd realize it was him that had called, mm-hmm. was checking in. Um, that kind of thing. So what happened in the 10 years for you romantically and then also for him, if you know? Sure. So he was very forthright. So when we talked, um, you know, I was usually the one, if I contacted him or he contacted me, um, we would start these seven, eight hour marathon phone conversations again. It was like we'd pick right back up again. He's very intellectual. Um, We have incredible conversations. We kind of go all over the map um, about any conversation and he would, he would be very forthright. He would tell me what kind of relationship he's been in um he it sounded like he was in two or three relationships nothing too serious for me um i was in a couple relationships two that were strongly hinting towards marriage and i kind of freaked out and i ended both of them um and i've and to be honest i've never found anyone that i was as close to or as trustworthy as him oddly enough okay Mm. Um, actually, I'm going to tell you that I don't think it's odd, uh, odd at all, because okay. what I'm hearing is that he's a very um, uh, connected man, meaning that you can have these, you know, like you mentioned, he's seems open with his emotions. Very, he, yeah. Right. And that is more towards the atypical side for men. Correct. Right, they tend to be more stoic, not as available right. emotionally. Right? right, you said he was very, very connected. Uh, right, for example, the seven-hour calls and those types of right. things, and right, and that he cried when it was about breaking up. And then you guys yep. had um, how long were you in counseling together? Probably about six months. 
We were trying okay. to get the kids on the same page, treat them the same, you know, any kind of, um, you know, if it was something that we were trying to get the kids connected to the point where, you know, if it was, um, oh, I don't know, if it was something that the kids, we wanted the kids to do chores together, they all had to do it. It was about treating everyone on the same level playing field, um, meaning if it was yard day, all the kids were mm-hmm. out doing the same thing to the degree that they could, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we were out there supporting them, right? It was, we were trying not to treat anyone different than mm-hmm. any of the others right? and trying to build that bridge. So was the counseling more about the family stuff or was it more about your relationship? Honestly, thinking back, it was more about the family. Great. I like hearing that. I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay. Because I'm not, and and it's funny because you know I'm a, I'm a licensed social worker as well as a coach. Right. I will. I'm pretty open about this that I am not at all a proponent of couples counseling um, right. prior to um, a marriage, an actual marriage that it's the it's usually the woman um 80 percent of the time it's the woman who brings a uh a divorce to the courts uh, who mm-hmm. files for divorce because she wants out and normally that's right. when a man will step up and say okay i'll go to couples counseling when he knows you mm-hmm. know she's really really done feed her um, for the, uh, to the fire right <laughs> right yes yeah right yep and that's when the man is is married because when a man has made that formalized commitment um Mm -hmm. he's made a decision that she is the one and he's Mm -hmm. acted on that decision so when a man has acted on his decision to take on the responsibility he sees commitment as being he will not want to fail publicly formally Mm -hmm he will want to achieve and um, have a success. And then he will do what is necessary emotionally to work on the relationship. However, what Mm -hmm. counseling does is this, and I kind of have to go back to my mechanics of a relationship, which I work with uh, in in my coaching. And that is, with a real car, um, women just like to get in a real car. It looks pretty. It's nice when you get in. It's clean, and and you get in the car. The seat feels good. You turn the key, and it runs really well, and it just mm-hmm. runs. And it looks good great. on the outside, and everything's great. And we don't need, in order to enjoy a car and what it gives us, we don't need to or want to understand how it works. We don't care. Mm-hmm. We just want it to work, right? Mm-hmm. In other words, if in order to make a relationship work, we had to actually get out under a real car and figure out how that works, eventually we would just hate the car. Right. Because we don't want to know how it works. We don't care right. how the pistons go into the engine or what makes it all work. We just want mm-hmm. it to work. That's how Correct. a man feels about a relationship. Mm-hmm. He does not want to get under the hood of a real relationship and understand how it works or what is needed other than a little gas to make it work. He just wants Even to a connected look pretty. guy, regardless Absolutely. of their connection. Absolutely. Really? Okay. Yeah. And it's I wonder male. if I've... Okay. 
So what happens is every time we're talking about the relationship to the man, that is tantamount to him taking us out on the garage floor, the cold, greasy garage floor, making us look up at the engine and all the different parts and making us explain the car and understand how it works. Eventually, we just hate the car. We want a new one. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. It's just too much work for what it is. Okay. And that is so. A man will do it to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like. Okay, so with a real car, you live in an um, 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 not an area where you need a car, right? You must have a car mm-hmm. to get back and forth to work, to live, etc. So yep. you need one and you want one. You want a car. So if in order to have a car that you like, and it could be whatever, you want a, a Suburban, you want a Lexus, whatever car it is that you want, if you have mm-hmm. it and it doesn't, it's not going to run well unless you get out there on the garage floor and tinker with it and start to understand and fix it, you'll do it to the degree that you can, Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. You'll try. You'll right. absolutely try. And that's when you have what women say is a connected guy, that's what he's doing. He's okay. trying, right? Okay. But it's not, um, It's sometimes it's a more intellectual endeavor. Um, he wants to please the woman he loves. Hmm. And there's an... There's a degree of, and again, all men are on a scale, right? There are some that are much, much better than others, right? And there are ones that aren't going to do it at all. They're not even going to have a discussion, right? right? But when we're the mechanic and we make it run with the strategies, you know, like I work with in my GPS program, uh, the groom positioning system, <laughs> what I call it, because yeah. it is how to direct a man towards the commitment with the strategies mm-hmm. that work for the male brain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that we don't, we have to utilize another um, uh, concept of mine called sexy mother. And that mm. works really well because it's not connecting to the man in the way we desire connection. Hmm. We desire that deep connection of, and it feels really good to us to have it. Hmm. While in the moment, a man will, will do that, and it can feel good to him in the moment. Unfortunately, what it does is it can slowly, very subtly erode their desire in hmm. a way that needs to be there for the the car to really keep running and humming along for a lifetime. Okay. So it's a it's over the course of the relationship and us not paying so much deference to our own needs in that way. Mm-hmm. Because if we do, we lose for the long run. So if we mm-hmm. get those needs met in the moment. Right. Um, and they're, they're stretched out over any length of time we can lose in the long run. Because the man right. gets satiated and he gets tired of that right. car and right. having to work on it. Just All wants the time. to go get right. another car. Right, exactly. 
Yeah. Great. So, along with that, I do not, I am not at all, and again, please don't write to me or say, I can't believe you would say couples counseling worked for me and my husband or whatever. You know, I'm saying it's a gross generality that I right, do not exactly. believe. Like anything. Right. Yeah. That counseling for couples, and especially if you are not married, mm-hmm. I believe it is a big no-no, and here's why. That getting your guy into a room, a locked room, so to speak, <laughs> with usually another woman, yeah. whereby you are talking about a relationship... Mm-hmm. is tantamount to at least handcuffing him to, mm-hmm. you know, a, a torture chamber, so to speak, mm. or cutting off his penis. <laughs> because mm. it is just, it is like putting us under the car with another guy. And mm. that other guy and him talking about the car, discussing all the parts and how they work together and then looking over at you and you and saying you see do you get it mm. how are you going to put the pistons back in the drive shaft or whatever nonsense right you're going right. to be like you're going to try because you want the right. car right but it's it's emasculating mm. okay it doesn't it's just not so what i suggest for any woman is that he go to his counseling, and right. you go to yours, right? right? Um, and I'm more of a proponent of if you want a real relationship to work, do relationship mm-hmm. coaching to the degree that it is about mm-hmm. how to maneuver things for the male mind because you have to be the mechanic. In other words, we're in this right now, we're in it, and we have been, since you know the 70s 80s in this era of i as a woman will get my needs met in exactly the same way a man can have his needs mm. met and it's all equal and it's blah blah not. blah i'm here to tell you not <laughs> it's not it's right? not as much as people want to say it is it's not it's not it's not and yeah. it does not yeah. so exactly um, yeah so I like that you went mostly about how to parent. That's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was tough. Those kids were very, very, very tough and critical. They made it so difficult for us that um, even when he left and he was crying and I said, you know, maybe we meet in 10 years when the kids are grown. And Mm. he, he... he he shrugged his shoulders but here here's what gets me paula is he um he has said some things and i've said some things that i don't know if there's a point of any return at this point i really don't and and that's why yeah i don't know that's dependent upon a number of things but okay here's here's another thing that i i work with all the time it's defining the problem and here's what Because what happens is we have a problem and according to what is kind of out there in the world as fixes, we generally, what happens is we'd apply a certain fix to a problem that we don't even have. So for example, um, I worked with a, I worked with a a man actually in this case. Mm while back and the man had a sexual problem in his marriage 
-hmm. They married because she had gotten pregnant and he was never um, that, um, they didn't have the chemistry they needed for a real Mm -hmm. relationship, but they married and they were in a long term, many, many year marriage, but they did not have sex. Mm -hmm. And he truly loved this woman. Yep. And he came to me because he wanted it back. And they had gone through all manner of couples counseling. And he said, you know, um, uh, when I married my wife, it was, you know, she needed to really, she hadn't had a career and she didn't do this and that. And I was telling her she needed Mm -hmm. to find herself and blah, blah. And I said, you know, stop. Stop. Mm. (laughs) Because you telling her that she needs to find herself isn't, that's not the problem here. It's not all. helpful. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You love her and you tell me you love her. And he said, yes. And I said, and you're going to couples counseling. Why? And he said, well, right. you know, that's the thing you do. And I said, well, do you have a problem in your relationship, like relating mm-hmm. and you getting along? And he goes, oh, no, not at all. That's why I love her so much. It's a wonderful relationship. So oh, I said, okay, you're you. trying to fix the problem of no sex by mm. going to counseling that is about your relationship. Right. Doesn't make sense. So right. do you want to fix? Here's the fix. Book yourself to Fiji or Bora mm. Bora or whatever right. without any cell phones, no children, no TV, <laughs> yeah. no distractions. Yeah. She right. gets her, you know, bikini you spend the time two weeks away from every stressor and everything else and start having sex. Right. Sex is your fix in this mm. case. Right. And stop going to counseling and talking about the problem in your relationship. You don't have a problem relating. Right. So you right. have to pick the right fix. Mm. And one size fixes do not fix all, right? And people Correct. think, oh, it's couples counseling. Not right. necessarily true. So, in this case, you had a problem with the merging the families and about his financial difficulties, right? Correct. But I'm hearing you had a, I'm hearing that you loved each other, that he loved you a lot. Mm -hmm. He wanted to marry you. He wanted it to work. But he had a lot of trouble with his finances. Right. And then you had the children Mm. as the other thing that you guys had to pay deference to. Yes. So in terms of getting back now, um, Mm -hmm. it's where you are with certain factors because I assume 10 years later, the children are not in the home anymore or maybe just one? Um, My youngest is, and believe it or not, um, his, his son just had a major accident and I don't know... He might be paralyzed from the waist down, um, oh, and I don't know. Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. Right. So, I am so, so sorry I don't. I don't know that he'll be living on his own ever. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. So talk about an incredible um, twist of fate. I don't know what mm. you call it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. So really is the degree that, again, because you can be the mechanic here. In other words, if Mm -hmm. you want to resurrect the car and get it on the road again, I'm not hearing Mm -hmm. anything that is against that. But it will have to be very, very different. And I say always you have to reset things to restart them. I mean a total reset. 
Hmm. And it's not because we can't ever go back in right. a relationship Agreed. that has been broken, right? We Agreed. can only right. actually start from here. And for in 10 years, you two have made huge changes. Now, Agreed. I'm not saying your personalities have changed, but right. circumstances, um, right. many different things. Because here's the thing, too. At this stage, um, you don't know if it's actual marriage that you're going to want. Um, you right. don't know. Well, I'm a big proponent of that, and I think that's the best way to happen. Maybe it's not for you two, given the financial mm. problems or what have you. But there's right. definite ways that I would work with you on this to allow that to get to the point where you can really be the one to knowing how much he loves you be the one to make those tweaks to be the mechanic to see where this could it's on the side of the road it's completely you know now it's a it's a car that's up on the blocks so to speak right right exactly <laughs> but you could right. stick some wheels on it and get mm -hmm. it up and running, and then you mm -hmm. see, do I do I want to go the distance now, given mm -hmm. the changes, given uh, the new set of circumstances? Because now it's a whole new set of circumstances. Right. right. Right? I mean, it would be knowing what you know, but it sounds like it was a time in both your lives where there was a lot of outside forces yeah. that right. were and just some some because it went quickly um mm -hmm. you know now that right. um you would want to know all about a man's finances in terms of uh, right. without a doubt right, right? yeah 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 but that's not something you um and sometimes it's so interesting right that that looks are deceiving we never know mm -hmm. what's going on um, somebody said to me the other day, you know, they saw someone driving this incredibly expensive car and said, um, right. oh, you know, um, she or he, I don't remember what it was, must be, you know, really well off. And I said, you know, be mm. careful with that. Because oh, big time. you never yeah. know, right? Exactly. I mean, that car right. could be leased. It could be yeah. rented for the moment. It could be, Correct. you know, you just have no idea. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so it is, I really appreciate you sharing all this today sure. because Absolutely. I think for anyone, um, you know, it's so wonderful when a man shows that kind of love and especially including, you know, children and um, the way he did that, I, I just think it is so charming how he proposed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's just a yeah. lovely, you know, lovely charming way and and bringing the children in on it the way he did right. and all of that was very very right. sweet and he sounds right. like a, a a a man who is like generous of spirit mm -hmm. um without and, a doubt yeah right and had the financial problems that he could not see his way out of he certainly is a loving man to take on the child like we talked about so right. there's all these right. good qualities i can see why you fell for him Right. right. Yeah. So it is yeah. a possibility. We can always talk about that. But for today, you know, I hope uh, for everyone, you know, uh, listening to be thinking about, you know, the whole of someone. And um, while that's what engagement is for and 
you know, once you are going to mesh households in any way, especially if children are involved, this is a cautionary tale. And I'm mm-hmm. going to talk to Lisa some more, but I, I thank you all for joining us today. If you've benefited from the conversation, please subscribe and share. Also, if you think of someone who might make a good guest for a future Make Him Wonder podcast, go to makehimwonder.com and fill out a brief questionnaire. You could be talking to me about your real-life love and romantic situation, and I would love to do that. So again, be sure uh, to share and share this with your female friends. And for the man in your life, be sure that you're making him wonder. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at MakeHimWonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations, discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you.